Hi, friends. Welcome to Unyielding, a podcast for Pathways to Hope Network. Our goal for this podcast is to connect with mothers of children facing the juvenile court system. We want to use this platform to give a voice to the challenges you're facing while you're learning to navigate the sometimes scary and uncertain world we enter when our child has been charged with a crime. For the next 30 or so minutes, we hope that you will feel seen. We hope that you are reminded of your value and that you leave a little stronger than you arrived. Most importantly, though, we hope to honor the always beautiful, often heart-wrenching, unyielding love that a mother has for her child. Well, hello, friend. How are you? I feel like before we even start, we need to take like a big, deep breath. Because my guess is that you have not done that in a little bit. So I thought just to start off today's show, we could do that for a second together right now. Just just a minute, a minute to yourself and... And I just want you to put aside every feeling of like, this is silly, I don't need this, or I don't have time for this, or I'm on the treadmill (laughs) and I'm not going to do it. Um, If that's you, then something to consider is what part of me is unwilling to slow down and, and take a breath for a minute. Staying busy is a trauma response. And so uh, if you find yourself hesitant in this moment to to stop and take a breath, then that's that's telling you something. And so um, so you don't have to stop and take the breath. But I want you to just just think about the fact that um, it gets really heavy if you just keep carrying it and keep carrying it and, and are never able to just set it down for a minute. So, uh, I know it's scary to let it go. I know it's scary to sit still. I know it's hard to feel like you can relax enough to let go of everything that's going on in your world. But, um, but I think just for a second, if you could just, uh, be still, if you could allow your eyes to close and just take some deep breaths. knowing that you're safe and protected. Just keep breathing, knowing that no one can hurt you while you are here in this moment. You're safe. And as you you close your eyes, just let your breath Let it go a little deeper. And now just, um, you know, kind of fold your arms around yourself. Like, just give yourself a little soft hug right in the middle of your chest, right around your heart. 
and give it a squeeze. And as you release it, I want you to just release all the fear and all the negative thoughts. Just push them out. And then as you breathe in, breathe in really deep and give yourself a nice like squeeze again. And recognize the, the safety and the stillness in this moment. Just hold on to it. This is, this is the safety that's going to guide you through the rest of your day right here. This is the place that will help you find the strength that you need to walk on. So one more deep breath. And then we're going to let go. But we're going to keep trying to hold on to that sense of comfort today. That deep breathing, that's, uh, that's something that is actually really, really good for you to get in the habit of doing. It's something we don't want to do. It, we, we push it aside. We think it's silly. We think it doesn't matter. But it actually makes a pretty big difference. If you can find even just, you know, two minutes in your day where you are just alone in your car, by yourself, up in your room, and you can just do that. You can just breathe for just a little bit. And uh, and the thing about breathing is that it actually um, it it lowers our heart rate. Obviously, it lowers our blood pressure, but it actually stimulates like our lymphatic system. And our lymphatic system is what detoxifies your body, which is really cool because they say that breathing is in charge of cleaning out 70% of the toxins that are in your body, 70%. And then the other 30% is like your bladder. It takes care of it. So drinking lots of water. That's why they say, make sure you're drinking your water all the time. I never really knew like, what are these water people? Like what? Okay. I get it. It's good for your skin. I didn't really understand that it cleanses out your body. So I've been trying to be better about that. Um, but 70% of the toxins that are in your body are cleared out by breathing. It, it, that, that lymphatic system gets stimulated when we take those deep breaths and it starts to cleanse your body of toxins. And that's why when you're under chronic stress and you're not taking time to breathe, you're not relaxed, you're just in a stressed mode, a lot of times people, you know, it begins to affect their health. And, and that's part of it is that these toxins aren't being released out of our body. So, so when we can take time to just breathe for a minute, it helps. It's such a small thing and it helps in a big way. So that's going to be my challenge for you this week is find two minutes, find two minutes a day where you can do that for yourself, just that little gift. And you can listen to the beginning of this podcast again, if that helps to just, you know, uh, something to focus on while you're doing it. Cause I know it's really hard to be still, but yeah. Anyway, I just, I, I felt like that you needed that today for some reason. So there it is. Okay. So I wanted to tell you a, a story. It's a story about a woman who was on a journey and, um, on this journey, 
she was by herself and she came to this place, you know, she was in the woods and she came to this place where there was a river that was flowing and it was a, it was a really mighty river and there was no way she was going to be able to get across it. So, um, she started looking around her at the resources that were available and what she could do. And, um, first she tried to put in, um, a log thinking maybe she might be able to float away on a log and it just like, whoosh, just sent it down the river. And then she started to think about, you know, all of the other ways that she'd seen people in the past do things and and get across rivers and situations like this. And she began to build herself this canoe. And sure enough, she gets across the river and she's like, I can't believe I did it. Like, I made this canoe. I, I came up with this, this fix to this problem. It's the best thing I've ever created. And it saved my life. And she's like, this canoe is amazing. Like I'm taking it with me everywhere I go. And so she, you know, she gets a strap and she, she builds it and she puts the canoe on her back and she starts on her journey. And all of a sudden she gets to this forest that's just um, littered with trees. There's trees standing all over the place and the trees are, you know, all about four and a half, five feet apart. And her canoe is like six or seven. And she's trying to get through. And every time she gets to a tree, she just gets knocked backwards and she keeps falling down. And she recognizes that she has to leave the canoe behind, but she's, she's so worried. She's so scared about what's coming up ahead and how am I going to, to survive every one of these challenges if I don't use the tool that I already have. It's, it's already helped me so much. And so she puts it down and she goes on her journey knowing that if at any point in time she needed that canoe, she could go back to it. But it wasn't, it wasn't the right tool for the next part of her journey. And I think that that's what this situation is like for us. I think that when you have a child that ends up in trouble, is in crisis in any way. Maybe they're having mental health issues. Maybe they're suicidal. Maybe they're struggling with addiction. Maybe they're truant. Maybe they're, you know, I mean, it could be anything. Maybe it's something more serious. Maybe they're in with the wrong crowd and they're making dumb decisions and and the charges are starting to get more serious. And and as parents, we are expert problem solvers. You know, like from the time our babies are born, we are conditioned to recognize potential dangers. This starts from the time that they're kids, right? Like we're looking, we are on the lookout always. We're doing the baby proofing. We're reading all the books. We're experts at being problem solvers and making sure that we are recognizing potential dangers. And we think through every precarious situation that might pop up and we divert the crisis. That's what we do. That's our role. And we've been pretty freaking good at it up until this point. We have. And it's because as moms, like we devote ourselves entirely to their well-being and our focus is on providing them with the best life possible. But sometimes life is going to require us a shift in our path. And that's where we are today. You and I are on a shift in our path and I'm a little bit further down the road, but um, I'm on the same path as you. I, I know how much time I spent at the beginning of this path thinking, I don't want to go this way. I don't want to go this way. I want to go back that way. That way was safe. And that way I knew what was going on and, and I had everything under control. And, 
And somewhere along the way, a switch was flipped and I lost all of the control. And, and I'm, it's like I'm being pushed to go forward on this new path and I don't know how to go that way. I don't, I don't know the kind of mom that I need to be. I don't know the relationship that I'm going to have with my kid. Like, it's scary. It's scary. But it gets less scary the further down you go. And, and you can't. You just can't go back. We're just, we just got to move forward. And I think what happens is sometimes our healing journey kind of gets slowed. In fact, I will be bold enough to say your healing journey really, I'm sorry, but it does not begin until you are at a state where you can accept that this is the path you're going down. And I think part of the reason why I started doing this was because I recognized it took me way too long to move on. I mean, it was probably two years after we were at a point where courts were making decisions, you know, so after the last court hearing, which for some of us is like court hearing after court hearing, and you're like, when is that even going to happen? So it goes on a long time. So my healing really didn't begin until two years after that last hearing is when I was finally able to just be like, okay, it appears we're going down this path. <laughs> and that's too long to stand at the beginning of a path. <laughs> two years, three years, three and a half years. I don't even know how long that was, but that's too long to be standing there going, I'm not sure I want to go down. And so part of the reason why I'm I'm here and I feel like called to do this is because I don't want that to be your journey. And so so the sooner that we can get to a place of acceptance, not liking it, not wanting it, not desiring it, but being able to, with conviction, pray the serenity prayer, you know, God help me to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Where that is a place where you're like, okay, I understand that going down this path means releasing releasing what I need the outcome to be, because life does not care what you need the outcome to be. The outcome is going to be what it's supposed to be, what it's meant to be, what it's willed to be, however you want to say that, but but it doesn't mean it's the end. And sometimes the best way to to help a struggling child is by by not interfering when they're facing consequences. And so when, when I talk about releasing control, I'm not saying stop caring. I'm not saying uh, stop fighting for your child and giving him the opportunities he needs. I mean, sometimes letting go is allowing them to face 100% of their consequences 100% of the time. I think as parents... It's such a gray area, like knowing how much do I allow myself to get involved and how much, how much do I restrain? Because like I said, we're conditioned to recognize potential dangers. And so it just doesn't make sense to come on here and say, well, you have to just totally step out of the picture and allow them to do whatever they're going to do. Because it's just, it's so contrary to nature that we would even be able to accomplish something like that. But what I mean by kind of not 
interfering is when we are trying so hard and our trying is harder than their trying. I think that that's the perfect example of the kind of thing that keeps you at the beginning of the path because you're you're so invested, you know. That's kind of what happens during this time is that our life kind of gets put on pause. But here's the thing is that each of us has our own journey. Your child and you, you each have your own journey through this. And that's the thing that I think you don't really see when you're in the actual process. Because this whole process feels like it's just about your child. And everything you do is trying to get them through to the other end where they're living a life that lines up with what you believe is best for them. And sometimes that takes years and years and years to get to, and sometimes it never happens. And so if, if you are just on their path through that journey and you're not taking your own path through that journey, you will lose years of your life just trying to get them where you think that they need to be. And so so this season in your life is as much about you and your path as it is about them and their path. And just like the story I was sharing, each journey we face, we end up walking away from a little different. You know, either we we come out of that journey with a new tool that we've discovered or a new understanding about ourselves and others. And so next time you're facing something uncomfortable and Life is requiring you to put down the canoe. I wonder if you might just stop and breathe and ask yourself, who do I choose to become in this moment? What is my lesson here? If I'm on my path, how do I need to get down this path? Who do I need to become in order to get down this path? What do I want to see in myself and how I show up? If you were the author of this story, what would your character do? Who would she be? Would she lose herself and become broken forever? Would she dive into her faith and lean on God and look for who he's molding her into becoming? Would she... Would she start a podcast? Seriously, what? who would she be? Because you have a path. You have a path on this journey. You know, and we talk about that, like, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. All the wonderful moms that I get to meet with know that. Stay in your lane. You have a path in your lane. Focus on that path. And I promise you, I promise you every ounce of goodness that you create on that path trickles over into your child's, every one of them. So focus there, okay? All right. I will talk to you later. Remember, breathe this week. Focus on your path. I love you guys. Okay, friends, well, that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening to Unyielding. I really hope that you found this information helpful and that it served you in some way today. If you did, could you show some love to this community of mamas by leaving a review and subscribing? 
you know how lonely this journey can be. And when you leave positive reviews and subscribe, it makes a big difference in helping other struggling moms out there find us. Oh, and don't forget to check out Pathways to Hope Network's website. The link will always be in the show notes below, where you can access an ever-growing library of resources, like a list of local and national resources that may be helpful, a page entirely devoted to frequently asked questions, as well as our blogs that cover a variety of topics. When you visit the page, remember to subscribe so you're added to our monthly newsletter designed to encourage and educate you throughout this process and beyond. You can also find our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram, posts designed to help keep you fighting. Remember, family is like life. It's a fight for territory, and once you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want will automatically take over. Until next week, friends, remember we are stronger together.